Hi everybody, how are you? I'm very well, <clears throat> back from school. Uh, yeah, I had a lovely day today, really nice weather, really nice weather. Um, we managed to um, pull down the, the shady bits because we were in 2.30, you know, that's directly into the sun, isn't it? So yeah, we had a really nice morning. Um, so yeah, so this morning, um, we I introduced everybody, well, everyone in my class. So in my class, I've got Tom, Harvey, Ryan, Layla, Marley, and Lewis, the lovely Lewis. Um, and we watched a little bit of the um, James and the Giant Peach. I could watch that all day, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, we watched a little bit of that. Um, introduced them to that, which was fabulous, fabulous. Um, and oh, that reminds me, I've got to, to to do something for tomorrow. I said I was going to, to say good morning to them in different languages, and I've got to work out. I'm gonna write myself a note. Good morning in Welsh. Good morning in Welsh. Well, that's just right. I'm just writing that down in Welsh. Right, because I said it in Spanish today. Tomorrow I'm going to do it in, in Welsh. Okay, right. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, so we watched a bit of that, um, and then they crept on with some some work, because they do, you know, that's the same work that you should be doing, and I'm sure that you are doing, um, but uh, they do it um, at school with their headphones on. Um, it's all quite chilled out, relaxed, um, apart from every now and then I giggle at them. Um, you know, and um, they get a chance to go outside and um, sit in the sun, play games, you know, play some football or whatever. Yeah, um, which they did. And then we watched, oh, we played some cahoots, which I'm sure I was winning. Um, although I think Tom thought he was winning, but I'm pretty sure it was me. And then we played quizzes. They introduced me to quizzes. Um, yeah, and I think uh, Miss Skirts won that. I'm pretty sure that's. I, I've got a vague memory that's that how that finished. Pretty sure it was the adults who won both of those. I think that's how it ended. Anyway, so it was a lovely, another lovely day. Tomorrow, I'm going to try and uh, get us outside, get some scripts or something, and go and sit outside in the sun um, for the afternoon, just so that we um, go and, you know, get a chance to go and sit outside, get some air, etc., 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 etc. Just looking at the ceiling of my conservatory and it's a bit spider-tastic I've got to say there's a little fly crawling along to a spider's web that's gonna you're a goner you're not gonna make it it's not listening to me never mind right okay so where are we well 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 we are here here where we never thought we'd be guys we are at sonnet 87 okay 
Now I want you to sit down guys. We've got to this moment. Farewell. Thou art too dear for my possessing. And like enough thou knowest thou thy estimate. The charter of thy worth gives thee releasing. My bonds in thee are all determinate. For how do I hold thee but by granting? And for that riches, where is my deserving? The cause of this fair gift in me is wanting. And so my patent back again is swerving. Thyself thou gavest thy own worth, then not knowing, or me to whom thou gavest it, else mistaking. So thy great gift upon misprison growing comes home again on better judgment making. Thus have I had thee as a dream doth flatter in sleep a king but waking no such matter. So, let's go through this. Farewell, thou art too dear for my possessing, and like enough thou knowest thy estimate. Goodbye. Yeah, you heard me, goodbye. You're too valuable for me to hold on to, and you probably know exactly what you're worth. The charter of thy worth gives thee releasing. Your high value gives you the right to leave me. My bonds in thee are all determinate. For how do I hold thee but by thy granting? And for that riches, where is my deserving? For you hold, sorry, for what hold do I have over you except the hold that you choose to give me? And how do I just deserve such a treasure? The cause of this fair gift is in, sorry, the the cause of this fair gift in me is wanting and so my patent back again is swerving there's nothing in me to justify such a beautiful gift and so my right to possess you is reverting back to you thou thou self thou gavest thy own self sorry thy own worth then not knowing or me to whom thou gavest it else mistaking when you gave yourself to me you didn't know your own worth or else you were mistaken about me the person you gave yourself to so thy great gift upon misprison growing comes home again on better judgment making so the great gift you gave me being based on a false statement goes back to you now that you're able to make a better judgment. Thus 
Have I had thee as a dream doth flatter? Thus, the time in which I had you was like a flattering dream. In sleep a king, but waking no such matter. While I was asleep, I thought I was a king. But when I woke up, I found that was not the case. So, uh-huh, what is this? So this is obviously a very dramatic beginning from the very first farewell. Farewell. And from this farewell, guys, we can see that this is a sonnet all about the ending of a relationship. Now, if you ever don't know how to end a relationship, here is this, here is, it's here for you. Just send them Sonnet 87. This is my gift to you, okay? I found it. If you ever don't know what to say, this is it for you. This is a great breaking up poem if you ever need one. Farewell, sorry, farewell, thou art too dear for my possessing, and like enough thou knowest thy estimate. So goodbye, you're too valuable for me to hold on to, and you probably know exactly what you're worth. So, um, all through this, he sounds, Shakespeare sounds a bit deflated he sounds just a little bit deflated he's it's not the just the loss of faith in his relationship with the fair youth it does sound like Shakespeare's admiration for the fair youth may be pretty much on the slide too he's not as sure that the fair youth is worth all of the admiration that he's been pining onto him you know and and he's been like that for a while you know it's, you know and and from the bit where he was telling him off about being too proud you know it, it had the, the rot had started setting in hadn't it where he'd started sort of picking out his faults And, you know, this, thou art too dear for my possessing. That's a bit sarcastic. That's, you're you're far too much for me. You know, that's, you're far too great a thing for me. Um, To, to, you're, you're out of my league, babe. Isn't it? So this is basically saying, guys, isn't it? You're out of my league, and I think we all know it. That's what it. That's what it is. Farewell, thou art too dear for my possessing, and like enough, thou knowest thy estimate. You're out of my league, and I think, basically, we all know that. The way you swan around here, talking about how much, you know, how wonderful you are, we all know that. I'm not worthy you, worth, you know, uh, worth somebody as gorgeous as you are. I think that's pretty much what he's saying. 
Um, and it, it feels like it's, he's saying like, you know that you are the bomb and it's gone to your head. Remember when he was saying about, um, stop asking for praise. You remember? Stop asking for praise. And he was saying to, to, about the rival poet, you know, this is, this is your, this is part of your problem is the fact that you keep asking these bad poets for praise and, and it's, this is what's wrong with you. I think that really dented him. I think that really took, I think Shakespeare really took a hit there. I think that really dented his image of the fair youth. So one thing, there is a lot of sort of talk about worth and financial dealings going on here. Thou art too dear for my possessing. Um, thou art no like estimate. The charter of thy worth give these releasing my bonds. Um, blah, blah, blah. For that riches where thy deserving, and this fair gift, uh, and a patent, you know, um, thou thou so gavest, gavest thy worth, own worth. Um, you know, and then he says, great gift again. Um, you know, so it's all this, like, sort of, um, it sounds like they've had some sort of quarrel where maybe the fair youth has, has said something about, well, you know, maybe the, 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 the fact that you know Shakespeare had, had that you know that the fair youth has sort of implied something to do with money I don't know because Shakespeare never never makes any kind of mistakes with his words but there are lots of money things going on here I mean I can't stand the way he talks about possessing him and there's also a a real implication we've talked about this before about the best the the possession the possession isn't there you know and and there is this whole thing about being released out of slave slavery and whereas before we've talked about him uh, the fair youth being possessed by um by shakespeare now shakespeare turns it completely around and so that uh, Shakespeare is now sort of being released from um, his his sort of shackles um, to, you know towards the fair youth so you know he says uh, la, 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 la. where does he say it uh, for how do I hold thee but by thy granting you know I you know I don't hold you um at all because I only hold you because um you give me permission to um my bonds in these are all determinate 
you know, um, you have severed all the ties that bind me to you. That's, you know, that's pretty, you know, you have caused me to um, make this decision. Um, yeah, so it's that's a really, really interesting one here. Um, so, you know, I feel like that, that when he's setting, he's giving the kind of indications that he's setting the fair youth free from his bonds of slavery, of love, from Shakespeare, you know, um, because um, farewell thou art too dear for my possessing. So like, like he's saying farewell, I'm leaving you to, I'm letting you go and all that kind of stuff. Um, and... Um, Thus have I had thee as a dream, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So it's like he's saying um, goodbye and I'm letting you go and that's all that kind of stuff. But however, um, it's I, I kind of see it as like, um, I you know, I, I see, um, or, you know, it, it, it's very much like uh, Shakespeare you know it feels like he is setting the fair youth free however um shakespeare sees himself as he's being freed from the shackled shackles of slavish devotion to somebody else who's completely unworthy but actually i should imagine that the fair youth feels that he's quite free now he's He's been he's been being hounded by this mad poet who hasn't got the um, message for months, absolute months. You know. So I bet I bet the faith is going. Oh my word! Thank God! What on earth did I have to do? There are some people that you just have to say, no, I'm not interested in you, go away. And it's very cruel, but some people are just very thick-headed, not thick-headed, thick-skinned. And it's it, it's just better to be completely honest with them rather than just, you know, you're trying to be nice and that's very sweet of you, that's very nice. And, and they just take that as encouragement. Sometimes it's just better to say to people, I'm not interested in you, thank you very much. And you can't be friends with them, that's it. That's it. It's, you know, some people just don't understand. To interpret niceness in a different way. So, but yes. I should imagine that the fair youth is quite happy to be free from having to have Shakespeare write poetry to him all of the time telling him about how wrinkly he's going to be and about how he needs to behave personally i would be yeah anyway so shocker east enders boom 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 ba it's farewell let's see whether or not it remains farewell what do you think do you think it's going to be farewell forever? 
or do you think it's not farewell? It sounds farewell, doesn't it? That sounds, you know, pretty, you know. But however, look, if you ever, ever um, break up with somebody and use this text, you know, and use this in a text, I want you to let me know. Can you just please, please screenshot it and then send it to me? I promise you I won't share it with anybody else. I will just be eternally very happy. I think this is great. This is such a great dumping text. This is basically, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not me, it's you text. I love it. It's you, you are too good for me. <laughs> I love it. You're too wonderful to be going out with me. I love it, I love it, I love it. Anyway, right. So, the next uh, thing we're thing that um, we're going to be looking at is by um, somebody called Gemma Peacock. Not particularly, she's not famous. Not famous at all. We don't always need to have famous people, do we? Um, and on this day where we have had um, uh, announcement about new um, new COVID uh, what are they called? What are they called? New COVID rules. Can't remember what they call that. There's a proper thing. But new COVID rules about what's going to be open, what's not going to be open. And we're going to be a bit confused for a bit, aren't we? But after July the 4th, so not straight away, but after July the 4th, I thought that we'd look to when it first began and uh, remind ourselves briefly about that time. And Gemma Peacock, she wrote something which really sort of resonated with with some people. Um, And she wrote something um, which I'm going to share with you today. Um, So, yeah, so she wrote this poem which was originally written to share with her son Caleb, 13, and Sonny, her son Sonny, age 7. And and then this poem was then shared in schools and nurseries. so it obviously resonated with people. And she was worried that her children were going to be a part of a lost generation. Then she, when she went for a walk with her dog, she saw all the rainbows in the windows. Um, and she felt really sort of um, happy about that and kind of a bit elated that something creative was going on. Um, and she thought that maybe that something special could come from this time so um i'm going to read you this poem just so that we can have a little bit of a think about how far we have all come this is called the rainbow children the history books will talk of now the time the world stood still when every family stayed at home waved out from windowsills at those they loved but could not hold because they loved them so yet whilst they did they noticed all the flowers started to grow the sun came out they can recall and windows rainbows filled 
they kicked a football in their yards until the night drew in. They walked each day, but not too close. That time the world stood still, when people walked straight down the roads that once the cars did fill. They saw that people became ill, they knew the world was scared, but whilst the world stood still, they kept, they saw how much the whole world cared. They clapped on Thursdays from their doors, they cheered for the brave, for people who would risk their lives so others could be saved. The schools closed down, they missed their friends, they missed their teachers so, their mums and dads helped with their work. They helped their minds to grow. The parents used to worry that as schools were put on hold, their children wouldn't have the tools they'd need as they grew old. But history books will talk of them, now adults fully grown, those little boys and girls back then, the ones who stayed at home. They'll tell you that they fixed this world of all they would fulfill the rainbow children, children building dreams. They dreamed whilst time stood still. And I like that because it's simple, it's not like a really massively um, elaborate poem, it's not anything fancy, and it just, it's a mum talking about, you know, the fact that she was worried about her kids um, and then she realised which is something that we all realised that um, this was a good time for us just to stop and take a breath and um, and hopefully you've been able to learn something um, in the lockdown um, something that you can add on to your formal education and you've been able to have a look at your priorities and if your priorities weren't quite right or you weren't quite who you want wanted to be you've had a bit of a reset so as we start getting back to normal um, you can you've had that time and that that moment to have a real look around you and have a real look at yourself to see who you want to be because that's a really you know we've had a really you know really special time nobody's had this time like us nobody's had this moment to have a self-reflection um, and in lots of ways um, we're very lucky to have had that um, time to think um, yes there have been lots of drawbacks yes you know there's been formal education missed but there have been things that you'll have been doing at home um, like gardening um, like painting, um, like listening to music, even like playing computer games that will have been helping you learn in different ways. 
Um, and hopefully you will have had time to think about what you want to do and who you want to be now and in the future. Right, guys, um, I'm going to go. I've got some more work to catch up with um, for tomorrow. I've got to learn my French, uh, my Welsh. Ha uh-huh. ha. Right, um, and uh, I will speak to you tomorrow. You take care. If you want to get in touch with me, um, so that I can pass anything on uh, to school or, or any of the teachers, just uh, get in touch on um, Karen. Vanderhoven at turnerschools.com you take care so stay in um, unless you're uh, walking about I think it's two meters it might be one meter I'm not sure I'm a bit confused at the moment Um, and stay well at the moment it's hot so lots of sun cream please and always remember to stay gorgeous take care bye